Friday thing, you know, you gotta get the good deals. I just gotta wanted the, the TV. Deals. I know, I know. It wasn't my fault that old geriatric woman was in my way. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, it was a busy week, uh, week and weekend for us. So, you know, hey, day late, dollar short, but you're still getting it, okay? You're still getting the show out of us. Um, all right, we got lots to cover. We're gonna switch things up a little bit towards the end, but, you know, we're uh, this week in wrestling, so to speak, you know, with the others besides the pay-per-views that happened this week. Um, but we do got uh, a new wrestling POV champion. Wow. Yes, sir. We got a new um, champion. Me, me, in, me. No, Josh Sanders. What? Yes, Josh Sanders won the uh, mystery box, the wrestling POV mystery box. Um uh, which will be mailed out tomorrow. We didn't forget about you. Is he uh, like the hater alert? Yeah, he had the hater comment of the week last week. He took yeah. it serious, I guess. Yeah, he took it. Yeah, he was. See, that like, was my motivation to you, Josh. I, I came up with it all on my own. I wanted to motivate you. You're full of shit. Um, no, his brother is. Yeah, his brother, Brad Sanders, is the Ricks Around the Turn Award recipient. Congratulations, yeah. Brad. There he goes. There he goes. Congratulations on your poo-poo because your picks were terrible. So um, bad. They were really bad. I think it was the worst we ever had. One of you the worst. You might have the record. One of the worst? Wow. Yeah. Jesus. should be ashamed of yourself. And then our uh, interstate champion, Paul T. Phillips. For the second time. Man, this guy's every, every pay-per-view. He's winning a belt. And uh, our overseas champion, Alex Miller. Is this his first time winning? Um, he won, I think, the Wrestling POV Championship. Oh, no, he won the Turn Award. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn shame. All right, but with that being said, uh, like I said, we're going to talk more about the uh, Survivor Series. But first, we have to go over the Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. Now, <clears throat> on our Facebook, uh, there wasn't really much of polls, actually. There was more comments and posts that we put up. And, Rick, you know, shame on you. You posted this one of, um, of uh, Rey Mysterio, his little outfit he had at Survivor Series against Brock Lesnar. Now, I knew right away who he was trying to be. Um, of course, I'm glad Rick, you, you knew, because I didn't. Oh, really? You I did not know? know right away until somebody put a GIF in our uh, comment. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's who he was trying well, to he, be. He, you know, Ray's a big Marvel and DC fan and superhero, so he loves to dress up like that on, in the big papers. You should know that by now, right? That's true. Um, but when I saw this, I just laughed my ass. Because, like I said, I knew who, who he was trying to be. And then, of course, Rick, you took it to a whole other level. And um, <laughs> you said, you're going to tell your kids that this is Doink the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> 
like he Rick. looks like Doink the Clown. There's no ifs, yeah. ands, or buts about it. He did. He did. That was Doink right there. He did. Um, of course, we got the comments, and uh, of course, uh, Troy Savage. He says, "Is that right?" Like, dude, did you watch the pay per view? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. Probably not. Um, uh, she said, "Why the fuck is most pages on Facebook doing this, posting a pic of someone and saying some ridiculous shit?" That was Jeremy Crenitti. Hmm. Um, hmm. Dude, do you, can you take a joke? If not, then just stay off social media. <laughs> you know how about that? Just, just you know, stay off social media. You keep can't scrolling. take a joke, or if you don't understand a joke, keep don't scrolling. Cr- don't just keep scrolling, just, or or look it up and find out. Hmm, why is everybody laughing at this? And then Torn Anthony Flucker, he said, "Doink, bruh, making kids cry, bruh." <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Ray Friend. He said, "No, right?" He said, "Maybe Psycho Clown." Oh, which but no, no, it wasn't. But I mean, I can see it. Um, if you guys are not familiar with Psycho Clown, just uh, look up Triple A, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, that was that for the poll. Now, uh, Rick, you should be ashamed of yourself doing something like that. <laughs> I think uh, one of the funniest ones. I think one of the funniest comments I saw on there. You guys can check it out. Was uh, they said that's not doink, that's dink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a chuckle out of that one. Jesus Christ! All right, so now um, I posted this uh, about uh, Keith. Wait a Lee. second, Tony. Before you go, wait. What happened? I want to put Doink Mysterio in the book. Ooh, damn. <laughs> Why? Because that was a travesty. <laughs> and what happened on Monday Night Raw was really clownish. <laughs> so is Doink Mysterio going to stay there to the next pay-per-view? No. No. I mean, we'll, I mean, he's the U.S. champ now, spoiler alert. But uh, we'll, I'm, we're going to have to wait and see the next pay-per-view. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Doink, All doink. Right. What are we calling Doink Mysterio. Doink Mysterio. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Doink Mysterio. You just made the book. <laughs> you made the All right. So, now the other um, post that I put up, it was about Keith Lee. Uh, Keith Lee had a crazy weekend. Yes. Um, but not only did he have a crazy weekend, he really uh, opened the eyes to a lot of the uh, WWE executives, mainly Vince McMahon. Uh, I, so I posted the following. Uh, it was noted that he, you know, the, this is about Keith Lee. They said that he doesn't complain and he shows up to, to do the work. We all know he's good and uh, we all know how good he is. And this was his night to show everyone what he can do. Vince likes him, and I think he'll be on Raw or SmackDown in a few months. Um, another source also said, I would put one of the main titles on him. If they don't want to beat Bray, uh, Bray then put him in there with Brock. I think people can believe Keith can beat Brock. He has what Vince is looking for. I would maybe give him a manager and give him a long run as champion. He works as hard as, he works as hard or harder than anyone and never bitches or complains about anything. I'm so happy for him. Um, uh, there's also a belief that Keith Lee will be moving to Raw and SmackDown sooner, much sooner rather than later. So, you know, I posted, I said, you know, what are your thoughts on Keith Lee and what brand should he go to? Now, the reason why I posted this up is because if a lot of you guys know, 
when Keith Lee first started, I wasn't a big fan. I wasn't. I just didn't see it. I was just like, hmm, why is everybody liking this? Okay, let me see. Of course, I looked at him as a fan point of view, and then I also looked as a wrestler's point of view, and I still didn't see it. Um, it took a little bit of convincing, so of course, you know, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt, like I do with everything. I give it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm just like, all right, let me see, and then slowly but surely started. I was getting impressed, uh, so impressed that now he's one of my favorites. Wow. One of my, one of my favorites. Like, just like The Miz and just Dolph like Ziggler. No, not, Dolph Ziggler will never be on that. Oh, uh, I don't know. No, no, not even a new day. No, because, I mean, come on. Have you heard me turn a tide on, on Dolph Ziggler? No. Uh, so there you go. But you was eating bootios. No, that, that, that I was framed. <laughs> I was framed. Oh, man. All right, Clay Cummins, he said, I think he, he would fit on Raw. He's so talented and deserves some kind of push. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Wrestling POV's champion, uh, Josh Sanders, he says, keep him where he is at. Adam Cole don't want to see the glory of Keith Lee. Um, okay. okay. Salvatore Leonardo Lyota. He hey, says, love him. About over hey, there? is that your cousin? Yeah, probably. <laughs> he says, love him. Been a fan of his for years. Uh, Jennifer Montez, he says, she says, uh, oh, that's, this is uh, from Cinque. Uh, so he says, Keith Lee is weak. He loses every match on NXT, so what's the point of him being on the main roster? Um, he couldn't have never been wrong. Uh, Keith Lee, <laughs> he, won a lot of, uh, um, he won a lot of matches on NXT. Yes, yeah. That, it sounded kind of um, haterish. Yeah. Um, he lost, I think, two matches against Dominic Dijakovic. Um, I think that was his only losses, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he had that feud with him, and they were doing the back and forth uh, wins lost. But then he's been winning lately, so he's good. He's not weak at all. <laughs> he's one of the strongest guys in WWE. He's so strong. He's strong. He's got the muscly owns and everything. He's a half liar for so, strong guy. For a big guy, he can't fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trev Stevens, he says, uh, Lee does great with experience in ring workers. Uh, that's not to say Lee is green. He has potential for sure. Um, he might be right. And I think I that's... Would, that. I would say that, he's more of a mocha. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> Caramel mocha. <laughs> but no, I, and I think that's where I was looking at it in the beginning. It was that he needed to be in there with experienced people just to really see, mm-hmm. number one, how he can hang, you know, and number two, you know, does he really got what it takes to be on the main roster? But you know what? He proved a lot of people wrong, and I'm happy for it, you know. Uh, Simon Christopher Davis, he says, keep him in NXT there. He can grow even more and get bigger and following bigger following when he does finally get called up. WWE likes to strap an acne rocket if talent too soon and miss a prime chance on merch and views by viewing by moving guys too soon. Um, That's true too. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, Vito, know, I would never think I would hear an acne rocket uh, <laughs> reference in 2019. <laughs> Don't your age there, son. You know what? The funny thing is I had no complaints about that. <laughs> Oh, you, you would buy him a oh, oh my god, that's sad. Uh, uh, Vito Targelli. Targelli. Targarelli. He says, uh, have Keith Lee debut the night after WrestleMania. 
I don't know. If Vince is really that high on him, he <laughs> he might be up even at uh, at the Royal Rumble. Mm. You know, truth be told. Mm. Sorry to say. Mm. All right. Uh, now the next post, Rick, you put up. He's uh, you put you put up a picture of uh, Rhea Ripley <laughs> on NXT versus Raw when Vince gets control. Uh, what we see, which is the current. Uh, Rhea Ripley, what we see her now, and uh, what Vince sees uh, as blonde with longer hair, and uh, I mean, she's a pretty girl. Either way, so Rick, why'd you do that? Because you know, I saw a bunch of people using her old picture as saying before and after BDSM, and I'm just like, no, that's before Jesus. and after Vince gets a hold of her. You cannot. <laughs> Come on, Vince McMahon loves the long hair, blonde hair girls that walk in there. Um, but yeah. obviously, it's a joke, guys. I don't. I don't think Rhea Ripley will get that makeover. She's already made a, a big showing on who she is as a wrestler and as a competitor. So I think she's definitely gonna have a good look. She's gonna be who she is in that yeah. ring. Yeah. All right. So now. Um... Paul T. Phillips, he says, I pray to the wrestling gods that that don't happen. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think he'll change her. No, she got I don't see it. Scene. I don't see it happening, though. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. I don't think he'll I think he'll leave her just the way she is. Yep. Um, uh, TJ Logan, he posted, uh, Rear is our girl with the current image. It's unique and attractive. The other packaging is too generic. And uh, she would look... Like so many others that uh, she would get lost in the crowd. I agree. You agree? Mm-hmm. I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no. And she's unique. Yeah, she is unique and she's got a different look. You know, not a, a lot of the girls, uh, probably with the exception of uh, Ruby, right, who has short hair. You know, a lot of, well, then now Bailey, right. cutting her chops off, looking like the soccer mom. Um, hey, hey, but hey. There's not. I wanted to cut my hair that way, and then I stopped myself. <laughs> you know, uh, there's not uh, a lot of women out there that looks like her. You know, so for her, it's it. She does stand out, and and I would just leave her the way it is. Why take anything away from that? Right. You know. All right. So now the biggest uh, thing that I had to po- I had to post it because this was just ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's um. The, the new Bray Wyatt belt. Ooh. Did you guys... Obviously, Ooh. if you saw SmackDown, you saw the new toy that The Fiend has, Ooh. which is a picture of himself on a belt. Uh, I got two words for it. It's, uh, it's, um, churlish. <laughs> and, uh, it's, um, it's, uh, atrocious. <laughs> you know, um... What the hell? You know, I I actually have three words of my own. Um, you do? It's um interesting, <laughs> but stupid. What in God's green earth, in the heavens of Cardi B, were they thinking of making this belt? I mean, now they said they didn't even make it. Uh, Tom Savini, who's a special effects makeup artist, um, who, made who did mask. who made the mask, who does Slipknot's mask. If you don't know who Tom Savini is, look him up. He's probably one of the greatest horror film icons there is. And to have, shoot, if I was told Tom Savini wanted to make a mask of me, I'd say, shit, go ahead, man. Anyway, he designed this belt, apparently. Um, Now, as atrocious as this belt was, 
What's more flabbergasted is the goddamn price. Yo. Holy shit. Man. It, that, was, look, was that the Black Friday special price? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. The yeah, the price. How much is going to cost price? The price of this belt, custom made, mind you. Six thousand four hundred and ninety-nine doll hairs. Mm-mm. Dollars. What in God? What are they thinking they when are, they did this? Um, I, I, they're not obviously. I mean, Bray Wyatt better stay with me for a couple months if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, and hand deliver it. Yeah, and like kiss me on my neck or whatever you prefer. <laughs> um, but yo, seriously, this is so what they're trying to get around with this whole thing is oh, well, you know what? This is a custom made belt from Tom Savini. He's hand making every one of them every that he's going to deliver. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> I don't care how good you are, Tom Savini. I can get a Freddy Krueger mask on eBay for about 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't have to pay for a $10,000 Freddy Krueger mask. I can mm-hmm. get a Bray Wyatt mask for 10 bucks. I don't have to pay $50. Like, bro, you are bugging. I don't care what anybody says. Unless you, yo, yo, man, this is like the <laughs> Back to the Future sneakers where they were like, yo, we're releasing these yeah. sneakers. Got me yep. all hyped up. And then they said $15,000. You are bugging. <laughs> $6,500? No. And after taxes, it's 7100 Yeah, it came out to like, yeah, $7,200. Uh, you know there's going to be a fool to buy it. Of course. Of course there is. That's, why, that's why I put, all right, who's going to be the first one to buy it? If you are, I'll put you on the damn show. I will put you on the show if you buy one of those belts. Definitely. And Shit, you got that much money. You shoot. I mean, Pay you can take show. Mimi's place. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Shoot, I mean, now, now, granted, it's supposed to be like um, a very, very limited edition of it, but uh, now I know some fool, some fool is going to buy that belt, okay? Some fool will buy that belt, but I guarantee you they're going to turn around and try to resell it Mm. and double their profits properly. I can guarantee you they will double that price of that belt. Why? Because it is supposed to be a limited edition. It is supposed to be handmade by Tom Savini himself and numbered. Um, I don't know how many of these they could have put out or make, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't know, say. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Josh Sanders, he says, no one should buy that uh, for that stupid price. Uh, Justin Jones uh, replied to Josh. He says, I would not buy any belt for that price. These dudes are high as fuck. Um, Trevor Campbell, he said, they are incredibly limited and being handmade by a completely different company. Uh, Josh Sanders said, yes, still. And then he put the shit emojis across it. Anton Hoffman, he posted a a gif of uh, Shaquille O'Neal saying, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just why first of all I, I don't understand Chuck Bailey he, he posted burn it uh, Andrew Montana says ugly and stupid uh, Angel uh, Montez he says look at his baby 
That's fucked up. Kalisto uh, uh, Gonzalez, he says, I will not have the face anywhere near my crotch. <laughs> so, I have it near mine. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I seriously do, don't understand why. I mean, what, what was the purpose of this, this to be honest? It's, it's, it's horrible looking belt. I mean, if you like it, you like it. That's your POV. Then, uh, yeah, but you got to let us know why you like that belt because that belt. And, uh, but not only that, why did you buy it? Why did you why buy, you buy it? it? Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to buy it. I'm sorry. Somebody's going to buy it. Yeah. You watch. Well, and you know, that they're going to be all over the internet. <laughs> I guarantee. Watch. You watch. I'm telling you right now, somebody bought it. You know, that. I don't like it, but I think it fits him. You know what I mean? It, it fits the character. I mean, he already has the mask on, though. Exactly. So like, you could have done a different version of that, but to have your face yeah. on it when you already have your face on your face, it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But, then, like but it. then not only that, he's carrying his face. <laughs> Exactly. So he never makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? He's he's carrying his own face. He's got a face on, and then he's going to have a belt of a face of his face. Mm -hmm. But you know what's even more fucked up? Is the fact that he is the highest grossing merchandiser in WWE. Bro, he has like 17 different shirts. Exactly. Everybody's buying And I bought one of them. I want one of them too. I put it on my Secret Santa list, so hopefully. No, I, I already bought one. <laughs> no, but t- check this out. What's funny was, uh, I think we was it last episode or a couple episodes ago, where I mentioned the fact that the wrestlers get like a dollar per shirt sold. Okay, this belt is six thousand dollars. How much is he getting out of this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A fifty bucks. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You better give me a grand or two for every belt you sell. Shit. Uh, He's probably getting $600 per belt. No. no. He's probably getting a lot, but... He he has to be getting a lot. Uh, Jesus, that's just... We're going to have to ask him. Yeah. Come on the show, will you? All right, with that being said, um, Hater Alert, who is it this week? You wrote it down. that Jeremy guy? Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Carmelli... Yeah, sure, we'll go with that one. All right, go ahead, Miguel. Um, Jeremy, come on, young Will. Hey, there we Talk about fucking up somebody's name, right? Yeah. Well, that's what you get for posting the dumb the dumb Dumb shit. shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? All right, so with that being said, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, and before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! All right, we got a lot of birthdays, so I'm just going to fly through them. Uh, Beth Phoenix turns 39 years old. Nice. Uh, Christian turns 46 years old. Wow. Eric Rowan turns 38 years old. Wow. Uh, JBL turns 53 years old. Jerry Lawler turns 70 years old. Summer Rae turns 36 years old. Naomi turns 32 years old. Our very own... England correspondent Matt Novak turns 33 years old. And last but not least, Dana Brooke turns 31 years old. Now, I say Dana Brooke last because (laughs) Dana Brooke is trying to get her cheeks clapped. I'm just saying. (laughs) She has reached out to Dave Batista. (laughs) 
And they going back and forth, and they are flirting. Mm-hmm. And she wants something big for her 31st birthday. It's been a long day. So, oh, I mean, what man. do you guys think about Dana Brooke? It's like she's shooting her shot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is, right? Go, girl. Yeah. yeah. All right, well. You go, girl. <laughs> With that being said, she, she got to do what she got to do. Listen, if she gets him, I'm, mm, I'll be jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right. As we said earlier, Josh Sanders is the wrestling POV champion. Paul T. Phillips is interstate champ. Alex Miller, overseas champ. And Brad Sanders, the brother of Josh Sanders, is the Lucha Toronto <laughs> Return Award recipient. Yes, now, he is. This is probably the largest point differential we've ever had. Uh, Josh ended with 65 points. Brad with negative 52 with a Good point Lord. differential of 117 points. Holy wow. shit. That's how bad Brad was. In fact, uh, we heard from Josh Sanders that Brad is not answering his calls. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, apparently uh, oh, Brad Lord. is upset. And you know what it is? I mean, like, I, on all the rest of PV, uh, pay-per-view points games, I usually tag people in it, whatever, and I remind yeah. them that the game is going on. Yeah. And uh, Josh reminded Brad to play, like, last minute. So right. Brad put in his picks last minute, and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Man. At least he won something. I haven't won anything yet. <laughs> it's going on three years. Going on three years. Um, speaking of which, uh, the Sanders brothers, they're both from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And there's a famous colonel from Kentucky. Yeah. It is Josh Sanders and Brad Sanders. Holy shit. The sons or the grandsons of a Colonel, colonel? In Sanders. <gasps> KSC legend. I want my herbs and spices. I want to know. I want some chicken today. Josh. <laughs> I know, listen, right? Josh, first of all, Josh, if you are related to Colonel Sanders, can I get his autograph? Second, <laughs> can we get sponsored by KFC? I'm just saying, Josh. Yo, I'll be eating that shit on, t- on, on TV. On TV? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be eating that on TV. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, BB. She's right? drinking again. All right, my last bit of news is kind of serious and uh, kind of uh, I'm glad that Jordan Grace uh, brought this to light. Uh, Jordan Grace, who appeared on Wrestling POV Global a little while ago, make sure you check out that interview. Um, Jordan Grace said, hey, remember that time that Sandman came up to four women about to main event to tell us women main eventing is wrong and any male wrestler with any sort of experience would agree? Was this in 1998? No, it was tonight, December mm. 2019. Wow. Sandman, what are you doing, you nitwit? <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you know what? I'm sorry to say this, but I'm going to say this. You know, was Sandman good at his time? Uh, well, there was a very small window for that. I was a huge, now mind you, I was a huge ECW fan. But you know what? It's just like, how long can you do the same gimmick all the fucking time 
Until it starts like, all right, we know you drink, dude. All right, the bad at it's not working anymore. Was Sandman not a ripoff of Steve Austin? That's what everybody was saying at the time. You know, that it was a ripoff of Steve Austin and all this other shit. Uh, now, dude, I mean, the thing of it is, what has he accomplished that would make him say, well, he was part of the ECW era? Okay, yeah, fine. It's just like when people talk about fucking uh, New Jack. Well, he, oh, he's oh, he's awesome. He's this, he's that. You know what? Any fool can hit somebody with a damn weapon. You know what I'm saying? I mean, was he crazy enough to do that shit? Yeah, of course he was. You know, but I was too. I, I've done hardcore matches like that, you know. But what made you stand out? And what makes people think that these guys are legends or whatever? Again, I'm sorry to say, somebody like RVD, yeah, he's a legend of the game. And I'll tell you why. Because look at everything that he's accomplished in his wrestling career. It wasn't just ECW, you know what I'm saying? He became WWE Champion, which not a lot of guys in ECW was able to do. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I don't... Exactly. That's why I don't understand why these ECW fanboys, I guess we're calling them that too. Now, mind you, I was an ECW fan. I am. I I still am. I'll watch a match, you know, ECW. Hell yeah. But you cannot come out and say that these guys know what they're talking about and blah, blah, blah. When you haven't really accomplished much in the biggest wrestling organization there is today, which is WWE. I'm sorry to say that. You know what I'm saying? Just like how the Young Bucks are saying, oh, we're the greatest tag team there is. Well, have you been in WWE yet? Have you accomplished your goals in WWE? You know, because if you haven't, you can't come out and say that you have. You know, because there's a lot of people that were in WWE that were successful. You know what I'm saying? But to come out and say that you're the greatest tag team or you're the greatest champion ever or you're the greatest rep. No, not when or, you haven't accomplished nothing in WWE. to come so, at Jordan Grace during an indie show yeah. and like crap all over her. She's one of the rising stars she in wrestling is. right now. And, and she is. And to say about women main eventing, bro, when have you main evented anything? <laughs> it's just, true. Come on, bro. Like, it's listen, true. Man, you got to know your place. You know, you got to yeah. know. Yeah, who that, you, like, yeah. listen, one thing I have to say about Tommy Dreamer, I respect the hell out of Tommy Dreamer because Tommy Dreamer knows his place. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer knows. And he does. He's elevated. But you know what? Wrestling. It's funny because he's accomplished more than Sandman of and Taz ever could do. And I don't hear this shit. Well, Taz was a commentator. He was one of the rest. No, he sucked as a commentator. Okay? And then now he's got his fucking ego fucking slapped to a hundred just because he was invited to do AEW Dark, mind you. And now he thinks he's still, you know, get the fuck, fuck him. Yeah. What was you saying, Rick? Yeah, so Sandman, (laughs) you're a douche. You know what? Let's put Sandman in the book. Yeah, I agree. We'll put Sandman in the book. We won't even give him a funny funny input. We'll just put Sandman. That's it. Fuck him. Alright, with that being said, Sandman, you just made the book! And really quickly, my last bit of news, I, I know I already said this, but Luke Harper <laughs> took out, uh, 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 what you call it? He uh, copyrighted, uh, copyrighted Brody Lee. Brody Lee, yeah. That was yeah. his name in the Indies. Well, yeah. one of his last names in the Indies. <laughs> yeah, so... He had um, a few names in the Indy, but I think Brody Lee works better for him. They're saying that he's been calling, that he's been on his way he, out for some yeah. time now. This looks but they like won't let him go. happening. They won't let him go. I mean, I think his contract does expire in April, I believe. 
Um, but I think what they're gonna end up doing, they're gonna give him, they're gonna start giving him a push again, but not until like January, February, just so he can be like, all right, well, I am getting pushed now. Watch, I guarantee it, guarantee it. All right, Tony, with the rumors. All right, we're gonna go straight on to Rick with the injuries. All right, with that being said, <laughs> I don't got shit. <laughs> Bobby Fish. Uh, suffered an injury on NXT. He's always hurt. He is, but come on, man. This was all on Keith Lee. I know we were talking highly about Keith Lee, but Keith Lee tried to do the military press, throw him out the ring, but he mm. never got him fully supported. I think what he should have done there was re reset. Put mm. him back down and pick him back yeah. up. Yeah. You know, he never had him fully supported, so when he threw him, Bobby Fish just went straight down. He didn't go... Oh into um, uh, his tag team partner. Yeah. He went straight down and hit his arm pretty bad, but they said he might have had a concussion as a result of that. So he's day-to-day. He's not a serious injury, but it's a, a day-to-day thing. Hence um, why he did not wrestle finish the on... Finish the tag match. Yeah. Right. All right. It is now time for NXT TakeOver War Games. Yes, um, yes, um, yes, um. It was pretty decent. It wasn't the greatest, but, you know, I mean, there was two matches that I gave fours, and it was the men's and women's war game match. I um, agree. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want to do a low point of this show, be, only because it was a great show overall. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Overall, I gave NXT war games, I gave it a 3.25. And that was only because the two matches, the, the two war game matches. I mean, we got a heel turn in the women's, and where Rhea Ripley was still able. Now, you know what? I got to say this before you guys go, and I'm sorry. But NXT, man, people's got to give them their props. Because it all started since Saudi Arabia, and they were like, hey, we need you right away. Boom, they were there. They had to work Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, I'm like, dang, that's a lot for them. Mm -hmm. That is a lot. And if they did not prove to Vince that they need, a lot of them needs to be, you know, recognized, then, I don't, well, obviously Vince did have, you know, a big, huge uh, say in it, you know, but I mean, come on, man. Well, what does that tell you? Uh, from a business standpoint, mm -hmm. cheap labor <laughs> works harder. That is true. That like, is true. When you have somebody that's you want to make more money, and you got them for cheap, they're gonna be like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, 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 because yeah, they want that TV exposure. <laughs> Speaking of that, fuck, did you hear about Brock Lesnar? No, I that he will not be on TV until the Rumble, Jeez. like towards the end of the Rumble. Yeah. Isn't that your rumor? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a rumor. It's fact. When we are not going to see Brock Lesnar until the fucking Rumble. It's that ridiculous. And that's the WWE. That? Well, no, because he was showing up every week. I thought he which was going to lose it. Which I did too. You know, it was shocking, but. I, I knew it was going to Now happen. it's like, uh, you know, and then now they wonder why people don't, you know, they turn on him as far. I mean, and they think, oh, it's because he's getting good heel heat. No, it's because people are getting sick and tired of him getting so much fucking money and not even showing up. You know, just shows up at here and there. You guys have him as an attraction. and da, da, da. So why put the belt well, on um, him? Exactly, exactly. You know, you got Ray. It would have been a better storyline, and we'll get into it when we talk about Survivor Series, but... You know, it would have been a better better storyline for Ray to get it. 
because then you can, you know what I'm saying? Then that's that's Brock's way of taking time off, you mm-hmm. know? But, oh, my God. Anyway. All right. So, who wants to go next? War All right. Games. So, what I want to say about War Games is I want to put both the women's and men's War Game matches into the vault for match of the year. Yes. I agree. All right. So, let's open up that vault. <laughs> Why we? Why do we always get a knocking sound when we do the vault? I mean, this is like a bunch of buttons here, and I can't find anything. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Uh, but I do have to agree with you, Tony. I think NXT War Games was a decent show. Um, Valor and Riddle could have been better. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the yeah, War Games matches. I mean, the finish with uh, Champa and Cole going through that table off the top of the cage. Oh my god! Sick. Uh, oh, and then sick. did you see uh, Britt Baker in the crowd? Yeah. And they that acknowledged the her. Yeah. They acknowledged her. And uh, Triple H put out a statement saying that uh, they apologized. You know, they didn't mean to do that. Yeah. You know, because they weren't, you know, because, of course, as a company, you know, like AEW, they were afraid that AEW was like, oh, you guys are trying to take our people and blah, blah, blah. But no, that wasn't their intention. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just... You know, the, what the camera crew is taught is that to capture somebody's um, uh, emotion and reaction and, and, you know, without you without them seeing you recording them. And they did. And the one camera guy did not know that that was Britt Baker, you know. And then Mauro Ronaldo mentions Britt Baker's name. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh. Well, you know what? I think that's okay. It, it, it is okay. That's what I want to see. I want to see... More, listen, they work for another company. It's fine. Like, people, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. But, well, it only because, I mean, he's, she's dating Adam Cole. Yeah. You know, so, so it I makes mean, sense why she would be it there. It does, exactly. You know, nobody was like, oh, she's going to WWE. No, I, I didn't think of it like that. Uh-huh. I just saw, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. She's and, on there. And, and, and when I saw it, I was like, is that Dr. Britt? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, I was just like, oh, that's cool that she's on there. All right, all right. But not once did it cross in my mind, like, oh, shit, she's going to NXT. No, I was just, because I, I know she's dating Adam Cole. Yeah, she's Jesus. supporting her man. Exactly. All right, Mimi, what, what was your thoughts on War Games? Uh, I agree. That Wait, what, what was your overall rating for it? Oh, my overall rating for it was a three. Three stars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, I think the women's was like, the shit, the shit, the cat's meow. Meow. <laughs> and the men's was as well. Um, I gave it overall was a three point two five. Wow. All right. We're looking good, guys. We're being generous out there. Yeah. No, we're not being generous. I'll take that back. We are giving <laughs> the right points to exactly. the right team. They're and doing it, the and, right thing, Alex. And, and the thing of it is, you know, that's a pretty high rating for a pay per view. Yeah. yeah. From yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, it really is. So, I mean, all right. So, with that being said, you know, that's your NXT TakeOver uh, War Games. Yeah. So, let's go straight on to uh, the Survivor Series, series. and then we'll take a pause. No, no. Actually, shit. No. Because uh, we forgot Hot Tag News. So, we'll do do Survivor Series, Hot Tag News, and then we'll take a pause. All right. So, Survivor Series all around, I actually enjoyed it. Um... I was a little, you know, like, what's the word? Um, I was a little shocked that uh, NXT was getting this big a push on a pay-per-view, on a WWE pay-per-view, even though they're all WWE. I don't know. Um, but overall, I gave Survivor Series a 3.15. 
Um, the highest rating I gave was to two matches. One of them was for the Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. That was a really, really good match. And I gave that one a 4.5. And the men's, the men's uh, tag team, uh, not tag team, but the men's uh, uh, Survivor Series match. I gave that one a four and a half stars, too. I mean, that was really cool. Um, honorable mention, I got to give it to the women, man. They fucking knocked it out the park. Leo Rush, he, he's another one. Uh, it was Overall, I really did enjoy this pay-per-view. Um, I expected a lot more from the Becky Lynch, Bailey, and uh, Sasha Banks. Um, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks. Uh, Shayna Baszler Shana. match. Um, but I did give it a three regardless. So, But overall, I gave it a 3.15. All right, let me just tell you this. Survivor Series sucked. I hated it. Shame on you. God, it was so bad. And I will tell (laughs) you why I thought it was so bad. Because, listen, listen, wrestling fans, I'm going to tell you this. I am a guy (laughs) that likes a good story. Give me a great story and you got me. Mm. They dropped the ball on these storylines. Let me tell you why. First of all, you put the tag team match on the pre-show. These guys deserve at least a good 20 minutes to go. Even though, yeah, you add a new day, you ruined it. They still deserve more time than that. Secondly, the women's five on five. Io and Candice were out early from the match. Right? At the end, we have Sasha and Rhea Ripley one-on-one. And then all of a sudden, it turns into a three-on-one. Now you just ruined it because Sasha's not going to come back from a three-on-one. We know that. So now you just spoil the ending. Secondly, (laughs) Io and Candice hate each other. But for this moment, they came together and were like, we are NXT. All right. (laughs) Styles, Nakamura, and Strong could have been way better than what they gave us. That should have been match of the year candidate, and they just flopped. I'm sorry. Um, KO getting eliminated as quickly as he did, you took away everything about KO going to NXT. You took away from that whole story. Like, that just ruined it. Uh, Walter, the NXT UK champ, gets eliminated first? Are you serious? But did you hear why? Why? Because they said that Vince wasn't high on him. That's preposterous. <laughs> they, they say that Vince looked at him and was just like, "How is he? He's what? No, no, he no." <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Now let me tell you something. I don't know how much true that is. I don't. But I do know this, and this is true. Walter does not want to wrestle in the states. He wants to stay in the UK. Okay. Does that have anything to do with it? I don't know. It might. Okay? Because maybe he wants to catch an early flight. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could have been like that. I mean, I don't know. But I did hear, and this was like a fact, that Walter does not want to wrestle in the States. He wants to stay over in the UK. All right. So then get your ass off of my TV. <laughs> and last but not least, the main event. Bailey taps out. Why did mm. Bailey at the top of And then but not you've only compl- that. You've been complaining about that for the past month before yes, the Survivor Series. Because they jobbing her. And then, and then this biatch, Becky, stands tall after losing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that I didn't is like. a smack in Shayna Baszler's face. That's a smack in Bailey's face. And you got Becky. Oh, yeah. I'm on top of the world over here. Oh, you are. I'm, I'm. Come on. You just lost. You just lost. This whole thing with Becky and Seth, they are 
uh, is getting out of control, and I see fans are writing about it. They are upset mm -hmm. with the way they are pushing Becky and Seth. But I do have to say one shining star for um, Survivor Series was Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole, baby. I thought that was awesome. I mm -hmm. also want to throw that into the match of the year, Candidate Boss. Dang! Mm -hmm. Three of them in one show. Yes. So let's Does open it, it up. In they go. I think he was hesitant on that one. I was like, wait, I, I was. I didn't know if I had, should do it or not. <laughs> He's like, um, should I? Overall, for me, Survivor Series was a 2.5. Uh, Mimi. Wow. That's low. It sucked. Mimi. Overall, for me, was a 3.1. And I have like three 4.0s. Was the woman elimination match, mm. the men's elimination match, and of course, the NXT championship match with Adam Cole and Pete Dunne. All right. Wait, so, what was overall? 3.1. 3.1. So, Tony, and I'm glad we did it this way because everything. After that weekend is when this whole thing for our Hot Tech News transpired. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get right into it. Our Hot Tech News is the whole Mauro Ronaldo and Corey Graves incident. Um, mm -hmm. So during NXT TakeOver, Corey Graves sent out a tweet saying, You wouldn't believe this, but there is a WWE Hall of Famer and a former Ring of Honor champion on commentary tonight. <laughs> um, basically saying that Mauro is talking too much. Right. And then he went on to say about, if I hear one more Chicago rapper reference, I'm going to go crazy. And <laughs> it's just like, bruh. Yeah. With that happening, Mauro Ronaldo then deletes his Twitter. Yeah. Does not show up for Survivor Series. Mm. Does not show up for NXT on Wednesday. Nope. Um, WWE went to cover for Ronaldo and saying he blew out his voice from TakeOver, yeah. which we knew didn't happen. Right. Um... We all know about Morrow's mental history, about his bipolar, having mm -hmm. bipolar and stuff like that. Being bipolar, sorry. Um, and then a bunch of people came to his aid. Dave Meltzer, uh, Brian Alvarez, I believe. Um, yeah. Frank Shamrock went on to say this. Yeah. Corey well, Graves. But you know why Frank Sham uh, Ken Shamrock, not Frank. No, it was Frank. Was it Frank? Okay, yeah. but you know why Frank said that, right? Because they worked together. Yeah, Morrow was his manager. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Frank Shamrock went on to say, he put a, a, a picture, a meme, saying, social media has made too many people comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the mouth for it. <laughs> Corey Graves then went to respond instead of calling me. So, like, basically saying that, oh, Frank Shamrock had the balls to say this instead of calling me, like, man to man. Um, you're the pot calling the kettle black right there? Exactly. You should have called tomorrow. If you had an issue... You should have called Morrow. And then Corey Graves then went on to apologize, quotes, on his podcast, mm -hmm. saying that we, he... Uh, we do have it. Oh, we have it. Go ahead. Play it. Uh, I got to look for it now. All right. I'll give you a second. <laughs> but with all that being said, like he apologized and not... It's just... You guys got to listen to it for yourselves. It just doesn't sound I'll genuine to me at all. It was an unpopular opinion, as I often do, with the intention of just stirring up a little controversy, maybe have something fun to talk about on TV or here on the show uh it was maybe not the most professional way to go about things and it was never meant to offend or disrespect or disparage anybody that was never my intention uh if it was taken as such i apologize deeply that was not my intention i would never intentionally cause anybody any undue stress especially a co-worker 
So I apologize. That's it. Now, people, does that sound like a sincere apology? I mean, the guy, no. you, you should have never made those comments. You want to stir up controversy with who? You and Mauro Ranallo? That's the controversy <laughs> you want to stir up? Are you kidding me? This guy is the voice of WWE right now. The guy is passionate. That is all we ever ask from our commentary team. That's Look true. at the greats. Jim Ross, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby mm -hmm. Heenan. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. They yeah. all had this excitement. They were excited to be there. Even Vince McMahon when he Vince was in commentary. Yeah. They, what? Yeah. And then, oh, WWE Hall of Famer. Beth Phoenix? Are you serious? Who wants to hear from Beth Phoenix? <laughs> Who wants to hear from Nigel McGuinness? They are not... Yo, they are the color commentary. Mauro yeah. Ronaldo is the play-by-play. -play. He's supposed mm. to be talking the most. That's true. You know, and, and you know what? For me, when when I when this all started to come about, you know, I was just like, oh, wait, what? Why is he saying that? Number one. Number two, when I was watching NXT TakeOver uh, War Games, I didn't notice that he was doing that. No. Because I was so invested on what was going on. And Mara, you know, no offense, but Mara was like the background noise to add to the match, you know, I didn't notice that he was doing that. I didn't even notice that he was making, you know, references to rap groups. You know what I'm saying? But that's not, that's Mauro's shtick. He does I, I do that. I appreciate that. I love and I like that it. he brings things outside of wrestling into it. Exactly. So you can relate to it. Yeah. So, God, Rick. Um, so, like, for me, it's just, first of all, it's asinine for him to, for Corey yeah. to be... Just saying stupidity, and then to come at Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez and yeah. just say, "Oh, you should come call me," blah blah blah. Bro, you should have called Morrow if you had an issue with exactly. that. Exactly. You know, and there and, was and, no reason for him to do that. Uh -oh. None at all, especially um, knowing that Morrow suffers from you know depression and bipolar, and and you know, it's it's what well, people don't understand that people who has that, you know. Uh, the very little thing, you know, they take it to heart. You know what I'm saying? Does it make them sensitive? No, it's because they're, they're, they're traumatized about something that happened to them. You never know what it could be, you know. But I hate the fact that I was reading this further because I knew it was going to be the hot tag of the week. And then people just being so insensitive and saying, oh, well, then fuck him then if he can't take it. Well, well, wait a minute. He's a wrestling commentator and he can't take it? Yo, Mario's been doing this for like 30 years. 30 years. So don't... Stop. Stop. You know, I mean, people are such assholes nowadays. Um, now, I'm, I'm only going to read about... Go, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, not only that is the fact that there are... Keyboard warriors out there. Yes. Okay. Of course they are. Once Corey Graves said one thing, they went on the attack on Morrow. Okay, and that's why he deleted his his post. Yeah. Oh, his Twitter. My other thing is that I've been watching this shit on Total Divas with all the tweets and all this stuff going back and forth. That instead of tweeting about it, text them, "Hey, I'm gonna put this up there." Blah 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 blah. You know, just to get heat. Mm -hmm. Boom. And then post it. Yep. You know, that way there's no confusion. 
There's no uh, back of, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they're not doing that. They're just taking it upon themselves. And I honestly think that uh, the wrestlers themselves, unless they communicate with each other, should not be putting heat at all on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And what Mimi is referencing is the whole Ronda Rousey and Sonya Deville both posting things about each other without talking to each other. And I agree. Whenever I do a, a, a promo against a guy that my uh, my guy is going against, I always let them know, listen, this is what I'm thinking of saying. Let me know yeah. if, if I'm crossing any lines. Because I don't ever want to offend anybody. And I don't want to yeah. come off as like a dickhead. You know, I just like yeah. don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. That being said, Mauro Ronaldo needs to work on this. Because mm-hmm. you are in the limelight. Yeah. And you are out there for the world to see. You to are hear. and to hear. <laughs> and you need to work on this thing where you can just brush off what ed- what anybody says about you. Now, that is easier said than done, especially mm-hmm. in his condition. But it needs to start happening now because this is like the second thing now with WWE. Yeah. And I would hate it. For WWE to be like, listen, we tried. So, Morrow, mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening, I hope you are. <laughs> listen, man, we love you. We care about you. We want the best for you. And there are people out there that can help you and push you through these hard times. But right now, you got to be that one. You got to be the one to take that first step mm-hmm. and be like, listen, man, I got this. Yeah. But also, the thing is, you can brush off people you don't know. But people oh, yeah. that you do know and that it you know that the they... Hate you or don't like you or have an issue with you, that's a different story. Yeah, but think of it this story. way. But think of it this you know, way, though. This is a, think of it this way, though. This is a place of employment. Okay, wherever you work at, if somebody has something to say to you, you think they're gonna do that shit on Twitter? Seriously, no, no, they're not. They're not exactly. They're not. Why? Because you know you're gonna see them the next day and be like, yo, what the fuck's your beef? You know what I'm saying? This whole thing, like Rick said, he's in the limelight. He is, everybody knows who he is. You know, they hear his voice. He is the voice of NXT and this and that. So for Corey to say that, he's never going to see him, you know, but like what Rick said, you should have called him that. If that bothered you, what, but, but then again, what puts you in that position to say something like that to somebody who's been doing this for much longer than you've been alive? You know what I'm saying? That you were out of place. That was out of. That was no reason for him to do that or even tweet that. Right. You know when you know like because a lot of people got on Graves too, and I have no I have no sympathy for that because Graves comes off like a fucking arrogant asshole. You know, and the only reason why he they even put him in there is because he had an injury that ended his wrestling career. What they saw on him as far as commentator goes. Just like how I feel about Taz, but it's the same thing with Corey. What do they see in him that makes him uh, a freaking good commentator? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't see it. He comes off arrogant, and I'm sorry to say, somebody like in his position, okay, you haven't really done much in wrestling for anybody to say, yeah, I respect his opinion. Sorry, I don't. I really don't. But if you put somebody like... Beth Phoenix, or, you know, you put somebody like uh, JBL, they've done a lot in the business to where if they say something or critique a match and say, yeah, you know, then, I, you know what, I respect his, I, 
you know, the guy's been there, so he should know what he's talking about. But with Corey Graves, homie, you were only tag champion in NXT. Not not this, in this, the beginning. You know, in the in beginning. The beginning. Yeah. So that yo, you what you're saying is is meant to be an insult because NXT oh, yeah. in the beginning <laughs> was atrocious. So yes, you were a tag team champion in the beginning. Yeah. All right. So, but the, and, the thing with this, not a lot of people know that. No, because no one cares about Corey <laughs> exactly, Graves. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, and, and the th- and the thing is the way Corey Graves talks to Byron Saxon. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we were and we talked about that before. Telling them to shut up. Yeah. You know. It's like, dude, who are you? You don't what? Because you have a, a sleeve full of tattoos that makes you a badass. The fuck out of here, man. I mean, those I eyebrows don't say about. it, sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, right. no, the last thing I want to say. Even mm-hmm. Bobby the Brain Heenan knew when to pull it back. Yes. Like, Bobby the Brain exactly. Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, you knew they had difference of opinions, but you knew they oh, cared yeah. about each other. The thing with with uh, Corey is just like, he doesn't get along with anybody on commentary, no. and he just shits on everything. Yeah, mind you, mind you, look at this one, and I know there's videos out of it out there. When him, it was him, uh, uh, Michael Cole, and Booker T., and what he said to Booker T, and Booker T gave him that look like, boy, you lucky we on TV, I'm about to whoop your fucking ass. And you then know? try to play it off like it was a joke. Yeah. Nah, man. Uh-uh, Jack. You, <laughs> he was going to beat your ass. It's like you got to know your place, man. Know your role. Exactly. But like what you were saying, Rick, about Bobby Heenan, Bobby Heenan was such a professional at what he did. If he did have a problem, like you said, he would not, I mean, obviously, yeah, they didn't have tw- Twitter back then, but Bobby Heaton wouldn't do that. He would take you in the back and be like, hey, or when they commercial break, hey, you know, don't say it like that, da, da, da. you keep cutting me off, let me get my say in it, don't cut me off so quick, you know. But then again, but saying that, now, I know I'm going to be jumping all over the place, but, but Bobby Heaton would never do that, period. And he was the most insulting person I think <laughs> WWE ever had. Yeah. Yep. But there was not one time where Bobby Heenan was out of out of line either, you know. But then again, he was a heel, but he knew how to do that shit. Now, going back as far as play by play guys, like you said, Mauro Ronaldo's position is a play by play person. If I have like we're doing the show right now, okay. I have the most experience about wrestling, about the moves, about what's going on, and da-da-da-da-da-da. So I would talk about, you know, like, and, and Rick would be like the play-by-play, okay? I mean, you know, he's just started to get back into wrestling, but Rick would be like the play-by-play. So he would be in, like, Marl's position. I would be in, like, Beth Phoenix's position, and, and let's just call it a two-person team. So I would expect Rick to call the action in the ring, you know, so like, like if just to say there's a rest spot going on, and then Rick comes out and says, "So is he right for doing that that chokehold or that grabbing him in that headlock right now?" And da da da. And then I can come out easily and say, "Well, you know what? In this, you know, maybe not. You know, but he is wearing him down. I know from experience how that feels like." And da da da. So like, if I'm talking about you know something wrestling. And Rick comes out, and then something happens in the ring where he flips, he reverses the the, uh, the chokehold, and Rick cuts me off. And says, oh my God, he just reversed the chokehold, and da da da. I'm not gonna get mad at Rick. He's calling the match in the ring. Yeah. Exactly. 
And I I'm see not going to get mad at Rick because then I'm going to wait for him to finish. Exactly. And then nine times out of ten, that person that's the wrestling expert will go on to say what he's saying. If you, if, if I'm a huge fan of baseball, Michael K. If you guys are familiar, I'm a Yankees fan, but Michael Kay is the play-by-play guy. Mm-hmm. He always has either Paul O'Neill or he has um, David Cohn or Al Leiter on the show, and those guys actually played the sport. And the one reason why I always respect Michael Kay is because he never acts like he knows so much about baseball that he's better than you. If he doesn't know, he'll ask the guys that actually played. When cold weather's like that, how do you warm yourself up out there like that? That's got to be crazy. And then they'll say, well, you know, I had, sometimes I had glove warmers in my back pocket and blah, blah, blah. And then somebody hits a base hit. Michael K. comes out and says, base hit up the middle. And da, 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 da. Is he being disrespectful? No, he's calling the action in, in the field. And then once he's done, the guys that he's, you know, that he has that are professionals, they come out and they finish what they're saying. Yep. You know what I'm saying? In Marl's position, that's what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Give the guy a goddamn break. My God. Like, I don't even know where Corey Grace fits in in all this, to be honest. He's just a twit. <sighs> twit on Twitter. Um, Matt Novak, he says, Truthfully, nobody knows 100% the full story, but Corey has let himself down here. Uh, Marl, although sometimes overpowering of his co-commentators, is passionate, and I'm sure... Would rather that than a bland show. True. I agree. It is true. It is true. Uh, Josh Sanders, he's pretty active on our pace this week. Yeah, he becomes champion and all of a sudden he wants yeah, to he, Yeah, he just much. wants to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Uh, <laughs> he says, watching War Games before I had known about any of this, I thought several times throughout the pay-per-view that he did cut off the others, but Corey Grave is a co-worker. So, yeah, not good for the office. They need to coach him on letting others talk, though. Uh, and the last one, and then we'll take a break. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh, uh, Jose Gonzalez. He says, Mauro Ronaldo strikes me as someone who lives with Asperger's syndrome. When he's overpowering his, his co-commentators, it's like looking at a mirror sometimes. So, you agree with that? I mean, if that's, that's his personal belief. If that's, that's, if he's the one that lives with Asperger's and he understands that frustration, yeah. then I can't, I can't disagree. True. That's his POV. That is his POV. So, I mean, overall, though, I mean, you guys got to look at it this way. Wherever you work at, if a coworker has a problem with you or you have a co- problem with a coworker, are you really going to blast it on social media? No, talk to me. You know That's what I'm the end exactly. game, people. That's the end game. Exactly. Don't put it out there on blast for the whole world to see don't because you don't rumors. know. Nobody knows what's going on. But you know what I'm saying? If you do blast it on social media, guess what? Your ass is going to get fired. <laughs> well, sure. yeah. You know? Depends on the job. <laughs> but but at the same time, though, who are you to put anybody on blast, you know, at your workplace? Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Go to, if it bothers you that much, go to the fucking, the, the management and say, you know, you guys didn't notice they kind of cut people off a lot, you know, and then let them handle it. That's not and your place. You know what? what? I just realized, I, I feel like Vince McMahon was just like, oh, well, Mauro Ronaldo's talking a lot. Uh, <laughs> and, and Corey Graves is in the corner. <laughs> I'm going to tweet about it. <laughs> so, you know what? With this being said, I see Vince McMahon as Mr. Burns, and I see Corey Graves <laughs> as Waylon Smithers. 
Like a little, <laughs> little fucking bitch boy. So I want to put. Yeah, but they're they're not there on the NXT. I on the, on listen. The, you know, I they're want watching to put it, yeah, but. Corey Smithers in the book. <laughs> oh my God, Corey Smithers. Yes, Smithers. Okay. Smithers. All right, go ahead. All right. With that being said, Corey Smithers. You just made the book! <laughs> Jesus Christ. And now it is time for a pause for the cause. We'll see you on the other side of this break. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wrestling POV Podcast and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com, save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. You do a lot for yourself, guys. 10% goes a long way. It's a little bit more than tax, so you don't pay tax and you get a little extra. Come on! Speaking of Wrestling POV Global, (laughs) Wrestling POV Global is on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio for free every Thursday. You guys can check them out. TJ Logan and uh, Elio Canella. These guys cover everything outside of WWE. Um, You may have noticed they didn't have a show this week. Uh, Thursday they were celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, I thought they were Canadian. They are. (laughs) Um, Thanksgiving in Canada is in October. These sons of bitches. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got to do a little investigation on that. Um, <laughs> interesting. Uh, uh, but yeah. you know what, Tony? We're going to do something different this year, uh, this time yes. around. After yes. every pay-per-view, we're going to just basically just jamble everything together. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to do uh, basically this week in wrestling. Um, and, and we're going to just give our high points and our overall scores just to keep mm-hmm. the show moving. This is going to be after every pay-per-view. We're not going to do an in-depth uh, coverage of that. With that right. being said, Mr. Antonio Diaz. <gasps> That's me. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So basically, here it is all in a nutshell with Raw, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown. No. Raw, I gave uh, 2.5. Uh, NXT, I gave it a 2.3 this week. AEW, I gave it a 1.7 this week. And SmackDown, I gave it a 2. For me, the highest point that stuck to my head was just... And I'm really looking forward to this is this whole tease of a heel turn by Seth Rollins. And then at the end of Raw, having AOP getting involved in this. Of course, and we got, I mean, the other match between Drew Orton and Mysterio. And then Mysterio winning the U.S. title. That stood out. And uh, NXT, overall, it was a 2.3. So, uh, there was a lot that was going on on AEW. That was pretty cool. Um, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, and NXT. AEW, the only thing that stood out for me, honestly, was the Pac versus Kenny Omega yes. match. Um, and and I, I know we're only going high high points, but Soul Train Jones, get the fuck out of there. Uh, SmackDown, for me, the highest was uh, New Day versus Shinsuke and Cesaro. That I, that was out of nowhere. And I just thought it was that was the only good thing that happened. Um, I'm confused about the whole Bray Wyatt thing at the end. You know what I'm saying? And pulling Daniel Bryan's hair out. So we'll see where that happen, where that goes next week. But uh, those are my my ratings for this week in wrestling. Mimi, you this got the reins in, now. <laughs> this week in wrestling, I have Raw was a 2.4, NXT 2.2, 2. 
AEW a 1.06 mm. and SmackDown a 1.78. Damn. My, <laughs> you know, my high points in, in Raw was the Drew versus Orton versus Mysterio um, and Mysterio actually winning. Um, NXT, I didn't have any much high points. It was just uh, Tashawa versus Leo Rush. That was like a really good match. Um, AEW. AEW was pretty bad for me this week. Um, the high point they only got was Scorpio Sky and Jericho was a 2.5. And SmackDown. SmackDown for me, the high point was uh, the Robert Roode Roman Reigns, uh, the New Days and Sinsuke. That was also uh, 2.5. The only problem I have with that was that I'm sick and tired of Cesaro getting hurt. It's <laughs> true. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. Oh, and the honorable mention of uh, Sheamus coming yes. back. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I thought you were going to say this. Um, Vince McMahon has now got rid of saying that you can say wrestler. You can say wrestler again. <laughs> He took the ban off. You're allowed really? to see wrestler again. Yeah. Wow. Ah. Um, for Rick. me, uh, Monday Night Raw got a 2.5. Uh, NXT got a 2.25. AEW got a 1.8. And SmackDown got a 1.7. Wow. Um, for me, uh, Monday Night Raw, the highest point. First of all, Monday Night Raw was the best show I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I gave out a bunch of threes. But the highest point for me was KO versus Seth with AOP coming out at the end. I thought that was huge. I do have to mention, how dare you give Rey Mysterio that U.S. title after losing the WWE title. That is just so stupid beyond belief. But listen, that's for another time. Um, NXT, the highest point for me was Balor and Ciampa. I gave that a 3.5. Listen, man, whenever you get two guys like that in the ring, you're going to have a good show. Um, Do have to also mention Keith Lee throwing Adam Cole like five rows deep. That was sick, bro. I love that. Hell yeah. Um, AEW, uh, my highest point was Omega versus Pac. I gave that a 2.5. Best friends have no business beating the Lucha Bros. That is just preposterous right there. Um, (laughs) SmackDown, my highest point, and you mentioned it, Tony, Sheamus. Sheamus returning back to his old way, the Celtic Warrior. Mm -hmm. I gave that a three. I was very excited about it. Um, the Bray Wyatt stuff and Daniel Bryan, we're going back to Daniel Bryan getting three promos mm-hmm. in a whole episode of SmackDown. That was stupid. That's why SmackDown <laughs> is so bad. Um, I know we got, we got, we just jammed all that in real quick, guys. Exactly. Um, with that being said, it is now that time was what, for five minutes. <laughs> less than that. Wow. Uh, Mimi has to take her inhaler. And, uh, <laughs> with that being said, it is now time for NXT. Versus AEW. Currently, NXT is ahead 6-2 to two, um, every week. Us and the Wrestling POV Global guys vote on which show is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, AEW won last week. But a lot of people have been getting on AEW saying, listen, this is not good. It's going down. Yeah. What are your guys' opinions on this this week? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, it was honestly, it was kind of close. To me. I mean, even though in my ratings I have NXT at a 2.3 and I got AEW at a 1.7. It was a little close, but you're right. I mean, but then not only that, to mention um, the whole thing that happened uh, with those two guys that jumped Cody Rhodes. Now, it's to me, it's funny because when um, uh, Bray Wyatt did it, Everybody was like, oh, yeah, that's really good booking and blah, blah, blah. But then when AEW did it, they were like, oh, my God, that was so great. I was like, come on, man. Get with the fuck it. Stop. And to mention, 
How did JR? Oh, that's Blade and the Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be shocked. You're, we're not supposed to know who that is. Oh, my God. Speaking of JR, uh, uh, yesterday, of course. He was. He was like, who's that? No, and uh, on uh, ESPN, he was on ESPN for College Football Day, and then <laughs> it was funny. It's a picture of it somewhere out there, and then of course he's talking, you know, because he's a huge Oklahoma Sooners fan, and uh, right underneath it was uh, the you know how they show the you know yeah. like in news you know yeah it said uh, catch WWE on Fox. <laughs> I was like, damn, whoever did that do what they were doing. Uh, so that was pretty funny. But no, you're right. I mean, who, I don't even know who these guys are. And everybody's like, oh, you know, nah, they're they're from this and this. They, they went under this name. I'm like, and? You know, what's with the monocle? And the, what the, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> but it goes to show with the AEW fanboys out there when they were like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing. But then when Bray Wyatt did it, they were like, oh, that is so poor writing. It's like, ah, shut the fuck up. You know, don't, stop, stop. This whole war with, you know, just appreciate wrestling for what it is. And stop bashing it and act like you know, like, or you can do better than that. the fuck out of here. My vote, I'm, uh, man. It was close, but I'll give it to NXT this week only because Zia Lee getting involved in the title picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And she deserves it. I think it's time for a different storyline, and uh, they did it. And plus, the main thing, Keith Lee fucking throwing Adam Cole fucking five rolls back and shit. Good God. So, yeah, I'll give it to uh, NXT this week. All right, Mimi. Well, I'm going to go according to my ratings, and my ratings was 2.21 and 1.06, and NXT wins it. All right, and TJ Logan and Elio Canelo also voted for NXT. And wow. with my vote, I also vote NXT, so that's a clean sweep. Clean NXT sweep. is now up 7-2, to two, and that is the fifth time out of mm. seven wins for NXT that it was a clean sweep. Wow. Wow. All right, it is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, NXT is up 17 to Raw's 12 to SmackDown's 4. Um, I'm going to go first. Uh, <laughs> I, like I said earlier, Raw had a hell of a show. I was highly intrigued from beginning to end. I was not bored at all. I mean, yeah, we had the Eric Rowan thing going on and stuff like that. But <laughs> Still. Rusev attacking Bobby Lashley, I thought yeah. that was badass. Um, Seth Rollins town hall thing, I thought that was cool. Seth and AOP possibly happening. That is awesome. I have to say, I was really impressed with Raw, minus Rey Mysterio winning the U.S. title. Um, <laughs> I, give, I give it to Raw this week. And I as well, because Raw was the better show this week, and then NXT, and then SmackDown. Yeah, sure. I'll go with that. <laughs> well, no, um, but not only that, is because Raw had a different feel to it this past week. And, you know, with, with uh, Seth having that little town hall, and everybody turning their backs on him, and then AOP all of a sudden getting their little, you know, I was like, okay, finally, they're throwing, number one, they're throwing AOP in the picture, and number two, the way it ended, I, was, I wasn't I was expecting that, so element of surprise, I was impressed, so yeah, I give it a run. All right, so it's now currently 17 for NXT, 13 for Raw, and 4 for SmackDown. Tony, let's open up the book. We're going to have to open up the book this week because we got some good shit in there. So those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. Or if we just get mad enough, we'll be like, you know what, put a motherfucker in the book. <laughs> or 
you know what? It's, but the thing of it is, it's not just our book. It's the fans' book, too. And, you know, if you want us to put somebody in the book, we'll put them in the book. We don't care, man. We got plenty of room in the book. All right. It's just for shits and giggles, by the way. Okay? <laughs> All right. Well, that being said, you guys ready? Yeah. All right. Matt Riddle's Chunklas. Stays. Lafayette, Louisiana crowd. Wait, wasn't that a... That's a life. Okay, let me put that. Lafayette. Let me put that in there. Uh, Bailey's Badonka Donk. Last days. Mm. Booker T's Booger Beer. It's getting boogery. <laughs> Cesaro's Higher Water Capris. Bro, they're almost shorts at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's Badonka Donkey. It's, it, it's up there. Uh, Bobby Lashley's Painted on Eyebrows. That stays. The Red Light District stays. Hey, and stays. people are starting to complain about it. Yes. So That's hopefully they'll do something. Um, Carmella's acting skills. I think we could take it out. I mean, Mimi, you've been watching her on Total Oh, Media. yeah, that's right. This is up to you. Yeah, you I, I mean, you could take it out, but it's still, she sucks. But how is she in Total Divas? Um, she's trying to make herself like she's the innocent victim and shit. But her acting still is good. Nah, she sucks. Right. So then it stays. So it stays. There you go. All right, AEW fanboy stays. Stays. And <laughs> the new entrance into the book, Doink Mysterio. That stays. <laughs> Sandman. Stays. Stays. And Corey Smithers. Stays. Smithers. <laughs> May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. All right. So that's our All cue. Right. What you got? Yeah, Mike? that is our cue, but I do want to mention next week we will be opening up the vault <laughs> and we will be releasing the first two yes. matches, well, the first four matches, the head-to-head matches will be happening next week. You, the fans, will get to vote, all right? And we will see which match will become match of the year. The eight matches that are involved in this t- tournament are Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai from NXT TakeOver Toronto, mm. uh, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole from NXT 25, Pete Dunne versus Walter from NXT New York, the War Raiders versus Ricochet and Aleister Black from NXT New York. Andrade wow. versus Rey Mysterio from SmackDown Live. The Women's War Games from NXT War Games. The Men's War Game from NXT War Games. Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole, baby, from Survivor Series. If I told you, what do you think is the common factor here? And you don't get it right, you guys are stupid. <laughs> NXT has had a hell of a year to have seven of the eight matches in the match of the year category, man. It's going to be crazy. You, the fans, will get to vote. We're going to put up two polls this week. And next week, the following week, two more until we get down to the final. Our final, uh, we will reveal the winner on December 28th. Also, coming up in two weeks, episode number two. Hundred, ladies and gentlemen, yes. you don't want to miss out. No. You're gonna have some special guests coming in, chiming in on how they feel about wrestling POV. You yeah. don't want to miss it, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Two hundred episodes. <laughs> Two hundred, yeah. And I heard that we got some good ones this uh, this yeah. year uh, for our two hundredth, and uh, uh, some current stars, which I'm excited to hear. Um, and uh, I heard an actor, <laughs> an actor. I'm nice. like an actor. All right. Well, I guess they're a fan of the show. So, which is cool. And we all definitely appreciate it. With that being said, it is uh, that time. 
we talked long enough. And uh, again, we do apologize for the whole uh, late episode, but um, you could thank Miguel for that. Uh, no, <laughs> no, thank all of us for that because our dumbasses went Black Friday shopping. So, <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, at the end of the episode, we play. Just a game. It's just how we ride off into the sunset. I play a song from my phone, and you just guess it with the POV crew. Try to beat the POV crew, to be Don't honest. Don't be like Sankway. Yeah. yeah Sankway lost. You know, he, he lost bad. He did. He lost he bad. Did real bad. I gave him the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week where we give you more content because there's always wrestling going on, man, and we got a lot to talk about when we get to it. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with and the third wheel, Rick Sorrento the third, and our intern, Miguel Coladios. So, peace and wrestling. We'll see y'all motherfuckers next week. Peace out. Alright, you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Alright, you know what? That was too easy. That was too easy. Here we go. The smoking guns? Yes! Wow! Bart was the, uh, what do they call him? The Brawl Frog. The Brawl Frog, yeah. Yo, he was huge, man. Yeah. I couldn't believe, like, I was like, that's Bart good. Yeah. He was knocking people out. Whatever happened to him? We'll, we'll find out. Gonna have to, man. <laughs> they were tag champs for a while, too. And they never, never get recognized, yeah. Wow. You don't own the rights.